European Heart Journal Case Reports 2021. I'm Dr Jenny Han, podcast editor. Today, I'll be talking about a case report by Chen Yang, Wan Yuan Song, Guan An Yu, and Yung Jian Wu from the Chinese Academy of Medical Sciences and Peking Union Medical College, Fu Wai Hospital, Beijing, China, titled Coronary Protection for the Small Left Coronary Sinus During Transcatheter Aortic Valve Replacement, a case report. Coronary obstruction is a rare but serious complication which can occur during TAVI, transcatheter aortic valve implantation. Some anatomical variants, such as the small sinus size, increase the risk of coronary obstruction. This is the first case of a patient with a congenital small left coronary sinus who had TAVI with preliminary coronary protection and demonstrates the use of four techniques which can reduce the risk of coronary occlusion. The case... A 78-year-old woman presented with chest tightness on exertion for the last month and New York Heart Association Class 3 heart failure symptoms. She had been diagnosed with mild aortic stenosis six years ago and also had hyperlipidemia, hypertension and paroxysmal atrial fibrillation. Echocardiogram showed severe aortic stenosis with a mean gradient of 59mm of mercury and valve area of 0.8cm squared and preserved left ventricular ejection fraction of 65%. CTA, computerized tomography and geography, showed no coronary stenosis. Evaluation of CTA showed high anatomical risks of coronary obstruction, which included low left coronary ostea, low left sinus height, and calcium and thickening of leaflets at the left coronary ostea. The team made a 3D printed model of the aortic route, and an in vitro simulation carrying out dilatation with a 22mm balloon showed the calculated risks of coronary obstruction if the patient were to have a TAVI. Due to these risks, the team recommended her first for surgical aortic valve replacement with a STS, Society of Thoracic Surgeons, score of 6.1%. But she refused this and then accepted TAVI. Angiography showed a small left coronary sinus and a small left coronary artery. The team then assessed the chance of a coronary occlusion in vivo by using a 22 by 40 millimetre balloon. The left main coronary artery was completely occluded when the balloon compressed the left coronary sinus under rapid pacing. Because of this, the team performed coronary protection using chimney stenting. They first placed an undeployed stent into the LAD, left anterior descending artery, through the left radial artery. After this, they anchored a self-expanding 24 millimetre VitaFlow valve and maintained it half-released. They then pulled back the undeployed coronary stent so it protruded into the ascending aorta and then released it with a high pressure. The VitaFlow valve was then implanted. This was a success, as the patient did not develop hypotension or ST segment elevation on ECG. She was discharged three days after the procedure with dual antiplatelet therapy and anticoagulation for one month. The dual antiplatelet therapy was for chimney stenting during TAVI, and the anticoagulation was for atrial fibrillation with a CHADVAS score of 4. This was switched to clopidogrel 75mg and rivaroxaban 10mg once a day for long-term maintenance. At three months of follow-up, she remained well, and further CTA evaluation and a 3D printed model showed that the chimney stent was still patent. Discussion In this discussion, we'll look at both acute and delayed coronary obstruction, the risk factors for this, and techniques to mitigate this risk. Coronary obstruction is when there's occlusion of the left main or osteal right coronary artery. 
This is rare after Tabby, with a reported instance of less than 1%. However, when it occurs, it can be very serious. A multi-centre registry trial from 2013 showed that 30-day mortality was 40.9%. It mostly occurs in the acute setting, just after valve deployment. It can also be delayed, occurring several hours to weeks after TABI. Acute and early delayed coronary obstruction, defined as up to seven days after the procedure, is likely due to native valve leaflets being dislodged from immediate or ongoing TABI valve expansion. Late delayed coronary obstruction occurs later, and is more common after 60 days, and it is most likely due to persistent inflammation and continuous turbulent flow across the prosthesis, leading to fibrous proliferation and intermal thickening. The presentation of acute and early delayed coronary obstruction is usually unstable, with hypotension, STEMI, ST elevation myocardial infarction, and cardiac arrest. Late delayed coronary obstruction is associated with stable presentations, such as angina. The best way of reducing complications from coronary obstruction is through prevention, because treating coronary obstruction which has occurred is difficult. Before a TAVI procedure, the standard procedure is pre-assessment with CT to gain information on vascular access, the aortic route, and specific anatomical risk factors for coronary obstruction. These include low-lying coronary ostea, narrow sinotubular junction, narrow sinus of valsalva, of less than 28 millimetres, small sinus height of less than 30 millimetres, short coronary ostium height of less than 10 millimetres. As well as CT, the team in this case report used three further steps to reduce the risk of coronary obstruction, terming the complete approach the four-step protocol. The four steps in total are 1. CT 2. 3D printing to help visualise the interaction between the valve and the patient's aortic route, which also allows in vitro simulation of balloon inflation. 3. Balloon pre-dilatation during the procedure, which shows the risks of coronary obstruction in vivo. And 4. Preemptive guide wire and coronary protection using a chimney stent, if coronary obstruction was demonstrated by step 3. For this patient, CTA and 3D printing showed high risks of coronary obstruction due to a congenital small left coronary sinus. If the risks of coronary obstruction are high, then surgical aortic valve replacement should be considered first. If TAVI is more suitable, another option is the Basilica procedure, which stands for bioprosthetic or native aortic scallop intentional laceration to prevent iatrogenic coronary artery obstruction. In this procedure, an electrified wire cuts the left or right aortic leaflet to produce a V-shaped splayed leaflet, enabling blood through the laceration into the coronary artery after TAVI. The authors of this case report were from China and reported that the Basilica procedure is not widely used in clinical practice there due to its complexity and coronary protection was more commonly carried out. This can be by first deploying a coronary guide wire and stent into the artery. But the recent case series show that delayed coronary obstruction can still happen. A solution is using stents with greater radial strength, or, as in this case report, a chimney stent, which protrudes into the aorta and is able to prevent deformation from the native valve leaflets or the transcatheter heart valve. The chimney stenting technique is not perfect and might be associated with complications such as late stent thrombosis and stent failure. This might be caused by persistent turbulent flow across the transcatheter heart valve and stent, local inflammatory processes, and galvanic corrosion between both metal frames. 
Another option is using different valves. Self-expandable stents have a higher chance of coronary obstruction, as they have a persistent expansion pressure. A case report from 2019 reported successfully using a J-valve prosthesis with adaptations such as a low-profile design and clip fixation of the native leaflets for patients with a low coronary ostium height and small aortic sinus. The authors have highlighted the following learning points. The small left coronary sinus is a rare congenital malformation with high risks of coronary occlusion during TAVI. CTA evaluation, 3D printing simulation, and pre-dietation sign can anticipate coronary occlusion during TAVI. The preemptive chimney stenting technique can prevent coronary occlusion during TAVI. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this fascinating case for us. And thank you for listening to European Heart Journal Case Reports podcasts. References used to create this podcast and the original case report are available online. Visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR for other interesting case reports. Music is Computer by State Shirt.